Microphone check. One, two, one, two. We got a UIU. Not a D-I-U-D. <laughs> Fuck around and spin with me. Fuck around and get the check. Fuck around, I'm kind of let. Fuck around, I'm on the mic. Fuck around, I'm kind of nice. What you got? What you got over there? Come on, man. Let's get a little beatbox going. <laughs> I'm rhyming in the studio. Fuck around, I'm OD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did not uh we did not smoke that creative weed though, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but we did smoke some weed. Yeah, I was rushing. I woke up this morning, I did not want to get out of the bed. Yo. Put the headphones on, yo. We kinda sound nice if I'm to be honest. It sounds like there's there's like more bass in our voice or something today. Well, okay, don't hit the mic though, because now it just like went Woo! Oh. Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. We came here to praise Mary Jane. Oh, Mary Jane. Yo, I do like. She's with Jesus. <laughs> no. She's with the universe. The universe. The universe. Let's get real. What do, what do we have, like a little reverb or something on the voice? I don't know, but. I, I don't mind it. No. I don't mind it. I don't, I don't think it. it's reverb. I think it's just us sounding angelic. Angelic. Yo, fuck around. I might be able to hit a couple notes the way they got this thing sounding. Notes? Yeah. Okay. Show me some notes. What notes you got? No, we ain't doing all that. No? Oh, shit. Okay, that went south real fucking fast. Like he said, you know what? I sound fucking amazing in here. I said, yeah, word. Okay, tell me about it. And you're like, no, nah, I don't know. I'll tell you about yeah. it. Well, we want to welcome everybody to the Bed and Bong Experience. Now, this, this isn't the Bed and Bong Experience. What are you talking about? This is UIU, motherfucker. This is under the influence university. We are under the influence and under the influence of knowledge, political perspectives, ideas, different forms of opinions. And incredible California weed. Uh, we can't leave that out. Well, let's not discriminate. I mean, it's California weed is what we're smoking currently, but we'll take it. Really, any weed. But it's nothing like California weed, man. And, you know, I've lived in a couple of different places in the well, past couple of years. Shit, and have you been to, like, Pakistan or have you been to Amsterdam? They like, don't. You know, that. They're not curing thing. They're not doing the thing like California. No, Ain't nobody no. doing it like California, no, man. I'm you, giving it up. <laughs> California. Yeah, but you know what? California might. They're, they're all about. It's, it's a weird dichotomy, right? Because we're all about, like organics and all about like straight from the soil and shit like that but we are smoking the most highly refined and processed weed here in california not saying that it's not organic but like so we smoking Pakistan. that gmo weed no 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 not oh man he said not, we smoking not. that gmo weed he said your weed they ain't said, no trader they, joe weed they like tweaking that shit <laughs> no, no 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 what i mean is like like they're over here fucking engineering and laboratorying all this weed that we're smoking trying to boost that thc but they got fucking weed growing in a field out in pakistan you know like that is like go out there flower child pick your bud and but go it, care yourself it doesn't have the amazing taste that you have this perfected I, weed i would counter that yeah. maybe it has a more naturalistic set of terpenes right because we've talked mm -hmm. about it before in regards to like california weed yeah it's fucking strong as hell 
But you kind of do sacrifice a lot of the tasting profile well, when you boost the THC. When we boost the like THC, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so, like, obviously, you can lower the THC, get a better terpene profile. But yeah. I'm curious about that natural weed, man. Like, I, I don't know. Ever like, since my when, brother when you went say to the Pakistan, natural weed, you make me think about Jamaica. Like, we know Jamaica yeah, has... It's, yeah. it's, it's everywhere. You can get it everywhere, but it's not refined. No, it's not the it's not the same thing. No, yeah, but I it's like that backyard boogie. But yeah, sure. But like, have you ever been able to say that you walked out in a mountain somewhere and picked a bud off a tree and fucking just let it dry and then smoked it? No, like, I, that, I can't say that. The, that the, the best thing I can say is. Over at AZ's house, I was able yeah, to pick sure, some bud. Sure, but and, we've trimmed over at AZ's yeah, house before, yeah, and that's yeah. cool. But like. I don't know. I just imagine that's a different experience. You're like hiking up in the fucking Himalayas and on the side of the road, there's just bud growing and you fucking like, I don't know. I just picture like a field of green and like that song. I don't know what that song's called. I always sing it though. It's like, now I see all the psychedelic. Yeah, exactly. I see us like hugging each other in a field of green and then like smoking on some good shit, you know? All right. I think. Miss Paula's oh, ready no, over there. She's looking like she's ready. We're pretty warmed up, too. Yeah, I All think right. we warmed up. We're ready right. to go. It sounds good, though, no? Yeah, All yeah. Right. All right, we got we got the oral sex out of the way. Let's dive into some <laughs> penetration. <laughs> <laughs> Things are properly lubricated. Recording number two. Set to start. Here we go. All right. So I need a countdown before I begin. I, oh, I like oh yeah, countdown. he needs that full yeah. Yeah. ready, set, go, lights, camera, action. Lights, yeah. camera, action. All right. One, two, three. Well, particularly I like a five, four, three, two, one, but it's okay. <laughs> we'll go ahead and start. I like to welcome everybody. <laughs> I like to welcome everybody to our very first podcast, man. Very first podcast. Under the Influence University. Uh, we have some amazing things, and w what we're going to do in this podcast is we're going to tell you a little bit about what's going on, um, what this project is called UIU, and to really give you guys a very thorough understanding and a thorough overview, we have one of our friends and one of our right-hand ladies in the house, man, Miss Paula Goins, Hell yeah. a.k.a. PG. She <laughs> will be uh, interviewing us today uh, so that we can inform you, the community, and our followers and our soon-to-be supporters all about this project and, and what we plan to bring to you guys. Um, over to my left-hand side, we have Brother William Brusso, man. Yeah. How are you doing this morning? weird for you, didn't it? No, it did yeah, because I, I normally call him something else, you know, but he, we have this to, is kind of like PG, no, so we're is. not going to say my, my, my X-rated Nickname I usually say to It's not even X-rated. That's the no. thing too. It's like fuck. We got it. Like it's 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 a whole bunch of weirdness we got to do with all these laws and shit right now. It's one yeah. of the reason why we're making under the influence university is so we can try and normalize some of this shit yeah. for real. Like actually make it okay to talk about. Like the fact that I have to hide one of my names. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's, it, like we shouldn't like, have to hide anything, man. We should I be should. able to get real butt naked <laughs> and just be happy of who we are, right? Okay, well, you know, we all have our preferences. We all have our preferences. They have nudist communes for people like Nasir. Um, people like Paula and I, normal society does just fine, so yeah. So w without any further ado, I'd like to pass the microphone over to uh, Miss Paula Goins. Hi. Hi. 
Okay, so obviously I have some. I'm really sorry, great Paula. I have to interrupt you, but we need to give you the mic. So okay. do you want to hold it, or do you want to scoot closer, or we could do multiple options. How about we pull it this way? Okay. Does that work? Yeah, that works great. Okay. Just do something like that. Okay. Oh, wait. Hold on. See, this is what happens when you're live, man. We ain't doing no editing stuff for y'all. We giving y'all the real deal. This is raw. This. No, no. <laughs> we giving it to you raw, yeah, no. YouTube. We raw. Well, as a matter of fact, I was going <laughs> to say, you know, we can pause and break this at any point. We do anything we want to. I like that. Yeah. So, like, because I can edit all this together. This is just a fucking podcast. So like, <laughs> fuck out of here, guys. We Also, just FYI. This is not our uh, camera. That's the camera. So That's our camera? Okay. So when you're looking at the people, look at the Okay, up there. Oh, okay. I guess okay. that would have been a good idea. Okay. To tell me. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, Paula, it's uh, <laughs> Nasir's fault as normal. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> See, that's why I like Paula, man. It always comes down to you. They're ganging up on me, man. Yeah. They're ganging up on me, America, oh, man. America, I need you guys. You, you like it, yo. You like it. <laughs> Okay, All right. you guys ready to start? Let's do it. Okay. Miss Paula Goins. Okay, so uh, first and foremost, I think it's really important for um, the audience to just know how the two of you met and how you decided to become partners to develop under the influence. I think it's really important because, you know, we see that you guys have amazing chemistry, but we don't know where it all began. And we don't know how you guys came up with this partnership because not everybody who gets along can be partners. So why <laughs> is it that you guys decided to become partners and develop and to develop this? Okay, so I'll start with the, the first half of the uh, thing. We first met because this dude was trying to get money back from me. That's how it, that's how Hell the relationship yeah. really began. So, yeah. And you know what? He wouldn't fucking give it to me either. No, he, I'm not giving said, it back. He said that money already went to the mortgage. Yeah, that's what he said. The money went to the mortgage. You ain't so, getting that money back. So a few years ago, I had started uh, because I realized that although California, it was we, we could smoke medicinally and we could smoke recreationally, but there was still no place for you to actually smoke in peace. So I I got introduced to Airbnb and I was like, this would be an excellent platform for me to cater to a community that I'm a part of um, and give them a safe place to, to smoke. So I started uh, Nasir's 420 Bed and Bung um, a few years ago. William had booked at my place and it was during his transition. I was trying to move out to California. Yeah, I'd, I'd uh, signed to a... I'd signed to a modeling agency at the time. Um, and, Look out uh, for his OnlyFans, everybody. <laughs> no, it's going to be your OnlyFans that helps fund everything we're doing. Um, but no, I, I had uh, gotten an Airbnb over at Nasir's, and he had written in his profile, 420 Friendly. I was moving to California for the first time, and as a connoisseur myself, I was like, okay, shit, I got to smoke in the house. I get to like enjoy my first week in California. And then I meet this dude. Turns out he's a writer and, you know, had been in the industry for a little minute and um, I'm an actor and had been for several years and we just kind of hit it off and uh, the main thing we shared was kind of our love for a variety of people and our love for cannabis and it was those two things that kind of brought us together and what led us to being able to work together honestly because we've talked about this many times but it, like I've there there's not many <laughs> there's not many people that like I can work with creatively so easily um, and while Nasir and I are great friends, and we've been great friends for 
uh, six plus years now, you know, it's, it's so much more than that because it, and, and Nasir, I view as my brother too, but it's, it's more along the lines of, of being able to feel accountable to somebody, uh, where it pushes you to be able to do the work or, or push past that inner self-critic that ends up coming up so much in, in, in art, um, and having somebody that will force you to get to that place. Um, and then on top of that, it's being able to be outrageously creative and not feel like you are going to be judged for it, you know, in the sense that you can be bad. We, the thing with Nasir and I, why it works so well, is we both know that it's not just acceptable but okay to mess up a lot. Yeah. And that's what we do. We mess up a shit ton. And one of the other things that I think is really magical, because Paula, me and Paula have known each other for a long time. I'm not even going to date us and say how long we've known each other. <laughs> right. But we've known each other for a long time. And Paula has bared witness to the 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 different projects that I've embarked on and the partnerships. And many of those partnerships did not last. But <laughs> I was telling Paula the other day that one thing that's magical about me and this dude it's, I feel like I'm not being judged. And as a creative person, when you're in a scenario where you feel like you can really get butt ass naked and nobody's <laughs> going to judge you because you got a little gut, you see what I'm saying? Like you could really go, it, you, you can, that's where creativity grows. It's where like it happens. That's where it blossoms. That's, that's where it happens. And especially with something as, as, uh, especially in this day and age, touchy as comedy, right? Yeah. Like comedy is a touchy subject and, and hard to navigate with, with, you know, I mean, both ends of the spectrum, overly woke, overly conservative, and trying to fall somewhere in the in middle. The middle. Yeah. 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 Um, and so for us being able to have part, a partner uh, in that space that you feel like you could say, you could say the wrong thing. Right. And, we're just, right. like, and it's okay. Like, well, it's that, you're, <clears throat> it's that you're given the benefit of the doubt that, I know Nasir doesn't mean harm or ill will towards mm -hmm. anybody, most people, yeah. and he knows the same about me. So if I say an outrageous joke, it's intended to the good of the project, project and likewise. Yeah. And if yeah. we catch each other going overboard, we're like, no, nah, you can't say that. You can't say Not that. Right. And that's you know, but that's okay. That's part of the learning process and, and what we're doing. You know? And just before we go on to the next one, I think yeah. it's the trustworthiness to me, like, yeah. I don't think I've ever trusted someone yeah. so much other than my mother. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, point. to, to, real to be real truthful. Yeah. Like, this dude knows me. He knows my good, my, my bad, my in-between. And I don't feel like I'm judged for any of the, any of my character flaws yeah. or, or any of just me. I, I feel like I can be me. Um, and we have a trustworthiness because in the beginning, this dude was trying to push me for a co-creator credit, and I was like, he got me fucked up. I ain't giving nobody else no more co-creator credit. I guess you got that co-creator shit. And it was, it was really because it was like we have to look at the scenario. It was like this dude has put in four-plus years on this project, and I haven't paid him a dime. Um, it was like he is due. Like I, I, would, I would feel like I'm doing myself a disservice if I did not give him the credit that he was due because he put in the hard work. And I think so many people, because he's a young dude. You may not think he's a young dude because he's very intelligent, but I think so many young people today, they want the credit, but they don't want to put in the work that's necessary to get the credit. And this dude really proved himself. Well, and but that but but even more so that brings me back to the accountability thing. I mean, mm. you you talked about having partners in the past that just didn't work out and stuff like that. Mm. But like, what's been so great is that when when 
uh, we kind of go back and forth on who pushes who to do shit, you know? And, like, that's a beautiful thing is, like, when you feel, like, overwhelmed and stressed, I'm there to be like, okay, man, no, this is what we got going on. This is what we're doing. No. And vice versa. Then that, that overwhelm for me would normally stop me in a project. But having a partner like you makes me have to keep going. And it's yielded this fucking storyline. And, and on top of it, I think we take that very much to heart, our partnership and our friendship, as part of the central theme of, of the show that so. we created under the Influence University. It's first off that every flower needs shit to grow, right? Which is very emblematic of being able to mess up and having a growth mindset, right? Yeah. Mess up, learn from it, be better, right? Yeah. And so that's a wonderful thing, but then even more so is central to the comedy is our differences and how accepting we are of that, right? Yeah. Is like, that's this dude is from Norway, man. Yeah, He's I'm, from I'm, Nor a, I'm from North Philadelphia. I'm a Norwegian white person, you know? <laughs> and, 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 you know, that, that brings with it its whole, whole host of, like, its own cultural issues and its own stuff, you know, that, and, and, baggage or whatever that is. is. And, and same with being a black person from North, North Philadelphia, Philadelphia man. in America, you know, yeah. like the, that comes with its own host of crazy yeah. cultural experiences and worldviews, you know, and it's being able to splice those two things together. Such a love fest. Huh? You guys are having a love fest. <laughs> so, I'm like, my well, like, I, can't, well, I, I can't even get on to the next question because I feel like you guys are answering questions before I even ask them. Did, did we get to most of your questions um, already? Um, absolutely not. But, but um, what I will say is that you did answer some of my next question. Okay. However, what I wanted to know, so Nasir, now going back to what you said about having a number of projects and working on a number of projects. I want to know what makes Under the Influence different. Why is this one going to be a success? Where do you see yourself making changes to make this one the success that maybe other ones maybe didn't have, you know, as soon or as much? Mm -hmm. Like, why will this one be any different? I think the big thing for me on this project, I've always been pretty money driven. Um, a lot of my projects, it, it before in the past, it may have lacked passion. But one thing that I know for sure and for certain, that I am quite passionate when it comes to Mary Jane, <laughs> the education of Mary Jane, um, living an elevated life, um, and, and really beginning to kind of demystify some of the, uh, some of the things that we've kind of been ingrained in our head that the the person that smokes weed is a lazy person. The person that smokes weed is is lacks intelligence. Um, or that if you smoke weed, you are suddenly now in this one box, right? Like yeah. you are this marginalized group of society, and 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 I mean. There are people that go overboard. But, yeah, there are people we'll that <laughs> that go overly conservative on mm -hmm. the subject. Yeah. And it's our, I mean, we've always strived to find that middle ground of like, how can we educate people, take away stigma and be like, I mean, this guy smokes a lot of weed, but he is one of the most like, you know, uh, functional members of society that I know, you know, he, it's control and it's, it's, it's understanding <laughs> that control about self. You know, yeah. I think we have this black and white idea yeah. of what, and nothing uh, is ever of, black and white. Yeah, of what addiction is, of what sobriety yeah. is, of what, you know, that is for everybody versus the individual. So, Those are different things. Yeah. So, Paula, to answer your question, I think it's the passion and I think it's the leadership. Um, one of the reasons when, when before I gave Will the first copy of, at the time it was called Oaksterdam University, I was trying to put it together as a movie and movies aren't my forte. But TV shows, I've studied that shit. 
I've studied that shit. I've watched Seinfeld more than anybody has ever watched Seinfeld in life. Like, I've really studied it. And I've really begun to kind of hone the skills of storytelling in, in, in a television series realm. Um, so I think it's the passion. It's the leadership. Um, it's the, my past experiences. Um, because not everything has always worked out before, but I, I've, I've learned from the different mistakes. Um, and I've really put together... A fucking compelling team this time, man. I would say I don't think that's a I, I, I don't think I've ever had a team this strong, even down to like Rob, man. Shout out our to you, writer. brother Rob. Oh, He's yeah. one of our oh, head yeah. writers. Um, Rob is amazing. Dell, who actually hooked up this scenario for us to film today. Martha uh, Ruby. Martha Ruby. Katie Paula. Paula. Like amazing. <laughs> you know? Like amazing. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I would say those are the three things. What do you think? Well, I mean, if I'm to be honest, I mean, this is, <laughs> like you said, I'm young. This is one of my first projects ever that I've actually fully committed to in any sense of, of having any sort of uh, creative responsibility for it. Um, and so for me, I, you know, it's been a learning process mainly. It's a, it's a problem-solving issue. It's like, okay, I don't know this aspect of the business. Let me learn this, right? But even more so, it's been... I think uh, commenting on what you said, the leadership, right? I've watched you step up and be able to take on that administrative role as we've been growing this team. And and I think if I'm to give you a short answer, the biggest thing for us was surrendering control. Surrendering control has been the biggest thing that's going to let this 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 project kind of blossom and become the project it's supposed to be because we're letting other people be collaborators, collaborators, be creatives and, and contribute their part. And, and, uh, it's always a difficult thing in creative spaces to let go of ego, to let go of what you're attached to, to what you contributed to the show or, or anything really. It's scary. It's scary because especially when you've been a part of it for four plus years or so, you've put so much of yourself into it. And so it's been a process of trying to let go of that ego and, let others contribute a piece of themselves so that they first f- feel attached to the project, project but even yeah. more so that uh, that it becomes the diverse project that we want it to be. So I think that that's been the biggest thing for us is is being able to take on a great team, but then also being able to try and lead that team in the direction we want it to go at the same time. So I want to ask both of you, so what do you feel that your backgrounds have brought to... Yeah. Sorry, I have to... What your backgrounds have brought to the project. I say that because you you're... the question? Yes. I want to ask what you guys' backgrounds bring to the project. Mm. I ask that question because you guys obviously come from two very different places. Um, you guys grew up differently. Um, you guys are different races. You guys have different cultural backgrounds. You guys have just different experiences. Shit, we got 15 plus years between each other. Like, yeah. Not to, not to don't, get don't be trying to Don't be trying to date me, though. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's why I put plus. <laughs> 15 plus years. <laughs> you guys are so different. And the only thing that you guys necessarily have in common is your love for cannabis, right? Well, what I think that would be the beginning, but I think our love for our mothers. Like, he's a mama's <laughs> boy, and I am so oh, definitely yeah, a mama's, mama's boy. Boys. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, we, didn't, we didn't know that until 
after we didn't smoke a huge amount of bongs and and <laughs> water pipes and but bloods and <laughs> I, don't, I don't I honestly in terms of I mean obviously we, we'll get to the differences and, and what makes us individuals of course but like what brought us together other than other than cannabis filled weed and food weed and food but, we did but, a lot of eating but take those things away we still would have hit it off like yeah, that's yeah. the thing is and if I'm to be honest I, I can't really end I don't know it's too many things like Nasir and I. Well, one thing, uh, I mean, if it, when Nasir and I first met, I was in a terrible space mentally. Um, and normally, my instinct is to isolate or was to isolate. Um, and Nasir wouldn't let me. So I, that's one reason we stayed friends is the fact that Nasir made us stay friends, um, <laughs> which was a, a good thing. Like, I, he's one of my best friends in this whole world, you know. But uh, on top of that, like... I really don't know. I think it came down to the fact that we trusted each other early on and were able to have pretty deep conversations. Uh, and and I think, actually, it's probably our differences that brought us together, yeah. if I'm to be honest. Yeah. It, you know, it really was. Uh, it's the fact that Nasir knows the world and it what it can hold in such a different way from things I've heard of or known in my own life and being able to kind of experience that through his experiences and his stories and, and his friendship has been a huge thing for me. And I think it's probably the same. It's the education that we both get from each other, but even more so how uh, enlightening and how, uh, I don't know, curious that is. It's so interesting where you come from and, and the differences that we share. I think that's, that's a very interesting thing for our friendship. But. So I would say that my, uh, my background, man, my experiences, although I never considered myself a producer while like going through college, but then on hindsight, when I look back and I look at all the things that I helped produce in my college, whether it be to reconstructing the way that we looked at a Kwanzaa celebration and how I actually made a, a I, I, I took it from this mundane, boring type of right. event to a whole festive experience where all the people from the campus would 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 embark and, and would experience uh, the history of Kwanzaa. So I would say it's my background in production that I didn't even know I was a producer. Even if going back to high school, like I put on production at high schools, whether it be the talent shows to kind of show the talent of the different people. But I've been producing since like day one yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just so happened that when I moved to Los Angeles and I've had all these crazy experiences, it's like I want to tell people about my experiences right. that then I begin to realize, well, shit, you've been producing for story. quite some time. Yeah. 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 Okay. So um, I want to ask you, Will. Yeah. Okay, so as you had mentioned earlier, um, you started modeling and then you know became an actor, and uh -huh. so I understand that you're a character and under the influence. Yes, okay. yes. I'm so I want to know the character Eric. Mm -hmm. What is it that you love about him? This is a two-part question. <laughs> okay, okay. What is it that you love about him, and what is it that you believe he is going to teach the audience? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that question. That is a good question. Yeah. Um, what do I love about him? Uh, well, what I what I do love is that um, for 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 Eric, he's uh, kind of an enigma 
in his own right in the sense that he is um, a very, he's certainly an academic uh, in, in his training, but he is a, a stoner at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that in itself is already kind of an oxymoron in society. Um, and so I like getting it, being able to play with that, but even more so, I think it's the, the different dichotomies that exist within Eric that is such a balancing act and I think so emblematic of what life actually is for most people. It's not, it's not black and white. It's a balancing act between the extremes and trying to find that middle line and, and, and making sure we don't stray away from in, in one direction or the other. And we actually get to see Eric do that over the course of certainly the first season, but into the next few seasons, too. Um, So that's definitely a fun thing for me. Uh, On top of that, Eric is a a lot of myself, um, especially being my first character on screen. Um, He's he's bringing a lot of myself into uh, into the role, but with a little bit more uh, comedic sense um, and in a comedy space, which uh, I've always wanted to. Um, experience. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let me tr- uh, 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 let me try that again. I want to try that. May I answer that again? Okay. Uh, could you ask me? Uh, he don't. I've already said this shit is live. He gonna talk about it. stop the stop the tape. Let me go back. You've <laughs> stopped this shit so many times. Okay, Will. I understand you're an actor, like you mentioned earlier. Yes. So, you are going to portray a character named Eric yes. on the show. Mm-hmm. I want to know. What is it that you like about Eric? And next, what is it that Eric is going to teach the audience? So, I mean, I I really just like uh, the comedy that Eric brings to the show, if I'm to be honest. He is your space cadet. He's also a brainiac at the same time. So you get this weird oxymoron in society that is, you know, uh, an academic by trade, but certainly a stoner at heart. And that's always been a fun dichotomy for for me to play. And on top of that, I think where Eric is going to teach the audience is in, first off, learning to accept himself, but also learning to regulate where he's at, right? Um, We, a big theme of the show is trying to balance dichotomies, not going too far in one extreme or the other. And I think eventually we have, not I think, I know, we have Eric doing this in the show. Um, And I won't elaborate on how that works. Uh, But it's about his return to center and his return to understanding who he is that ultimately is the trajectory of that character. And I think that's where he's going to teach the uh, audience the most. Nice. Okay. So this is for both of you. I know we're going to have to fight over this question. (laughs) (laughs) What do you feel that the audience is going to be thinking after they've watched the first episode? Man, you're coming in with some hot questions. These no, are some that's good questions. a really, that's a really mm. good one. What mm. is the audience going to be thinking? I'm hoping that the audience is going to be thinking like, I need this episode. I need the next episode now, yeah, I, like I want now. More. I, want I want more, more and yeah. I want more that's, now. That's what I want you to feel, and it, even more so. I want you to feel like I want to go to UIU. That's what I want you to feel. <laughs> I want to meet these characters, this, right? Mm-hmm. I wish I was Matt. Like, mm-hmm. I want you to feel all of those feelings. I um, wish I was Emmy Lee. Yeah, that's I, one of my favorite characters. I know it is. I Emmy know. Lee is my girl we, there. I think it's funny, too. Uh, but I think she's probably who we've put the most of you in. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask her, her and Dean Stone. No. I was going to ask you, if you didn't portray Eric, who would you have liked to portray? Mm. Because they're all such dynamic characters. 
So I was thinking, which one would he have wanted? But I feel like Eric was the perfect <laughs> Eric, person for you. A- Eric is definitely, uh, Eric is a combination of myself, but mainly a bunch of surfer characters from my childhood that I grew <laughs> up with. That's kind of who, who Eric is in my head. But if I wanted to play anyone on the show, uh, it wouldn't work, of course, and you couldn't do it in, t- in today's society. But I would love to play Matt. I can't play Matt. I was going to say. I was going to say. I was going to say Matt too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to play Matt. Are well, you, you can. We can be transracial. You see, what I'm saying <laughs> you can be like, yo, I am black. That, I don't care is what that you a say. Shout out to Atlanta. Is yeah, that, that, that is a shout out to Atlanta. Yo. <laughs> shout out Donald we take, Glover. We, we take our hats off. That was to a you, wonderful bro. scene. You killed excellent, it. Excellent. Okay, so. I want to know, what would you say has been the biggest challenge bringing this production to life? Uh, I guess I'll take it. I would say on most projects, it's usually being able to assemble the right team, which I don't have this problem on this particular project because my ace boom coon over here is like, I, I, I feel good. Like, I, I feel good that, that the leadership and the assembly of the people and, and the people that he's brought to the project have been amazing. Um, but sometimes everybody that you want to go along this ride with you, sometimes everyone doesn't get to the destination. Um, that's, been a, that's, that's been a little difficult for me um, because personally, I, I love to work with people that I have a mutual understanding, a mutual love, and just a lot of respect for. Um, and I, I want the people that I work with to—I want it to be a friendship. Like I don't want to—I don't want to work with strangers. Um, and sometimes when when it is th- that friendship, it can become a little difficult because it's like I still love you as a friend. But we but, can't do business. Yeah. But we can't. You're, you're not ideal for what yeah. I need to be in this role right now. And sometimes it, it makes it a little difficult. I have a little situation going on now, and it's, it's, it's nothing but love. Right. It's nothing but love. But it's like at this point where we are right now, I, I don't think as the, as the driver of this, of this bus, I don't think that this is what we need. Um, and well, it makes think, it a little difficult. I think that's been the biggest learning curve for us was certainly taking on the administrative role. Now we're kind of in this nice, nice locomotive groove at the moment where we're, we, we got it going on. But um, I think other than that, it's uh, for making a TV show or, or any content that's worth its while, mm-hmm. it's first off getting the name to be spread around enough. And that's a huge factor for us. One of the reasons why we're here, of course. Join the podcast. Yeah, we want you to fucking know about this shit. <laughs> uh, but even more so, it's it's kind of crossing the threshold of how many people know about this show that can actually do something about this show. Nice. And that's really been kind of where where we are now in our pre-production phase. It's like, yeah, we of course need funding and we're moving towards that. We've had some great sponsors and stuff like that. Um, but even more so, it's 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 spreading the word around enough so that we have some degree of fighting over this. You know, and we know it's coming because it's already been hitting us. So it's definitely thought-provoking, and yeah. I think that that's really important. I want to also ask, um, what sort of person would this show appeal to? I think this show appeals to a, a cross range of people. Like, it, it's, it's not a, I always tell people, I think the amazing thing about this world that we've created is unlike some of the other 
cannabis kind of stoner comedies. Um, it, it's usually a, a heterosexual thing or a black thing or a white thing or a him thing. Or a loser thing. Or a loser thing. And in this world, like, there's no discriminating. Like, we have people of all different sexual orientations, people from all different backgrounds, people from all different socioeconomic groups here well, at this university, here in this world. Well, even more so, I mean, it's cool about a university, right, because it allows us to have a diverse crowd to play with and stuff, but I think... Uh, the, we've set up this TV show to not be a stoner comedy. And what I mean by that is that the comedy isn't centered around marijuana. Like, marijuana is, or the legalization and the, uh, and the uh, spreading of awareness of knowledge is definitely a part of the theme of the show. Mm -hmm. But the show is structured like any other comedy, right? right? And that's what we wanted to do, is we wanted to make it uh, more of a, a comedy centered around a university than more of a comedy centered around stonerism, right? Mm -hmm. So in that sense, yeah, like, yeah, of course we're going to, our audience is going to be centered around your, your younger 18 to 31, 18 to 35 year old uh, stoners, of yeah, course. Yeah. But we've written the show in a way that it should be um, more of your general sitcom like anything mm -hmm. else. Uh and um, be able to apply to a wider range of people. And I think yeah. one of the ways that we look at it, like you, you, we have our OGs. So our OGs, and in our case, our OGs are our faculty. It's the founders. It's Dean Stone. It's, and that's it's, your age range, 55 to 70, somewhere exactly. in there. And then you have your new Gs. Your new Gs, yeah, and man. that's your students, man. That's your students. Yeah, yeah. And then we have, of course, the love haters. The and love the, haters. They, and you know who represents the love haters. It's, it's in the word, man. Yeah. They they hate the love, love haters, man. man. They're hating Miss Mary Jane, and they're so out to get her. It's, so, your, it's your politician. Yeah, well, you got your politicians, you got your big pharmas, and, 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 and I want to be clear. We're not hating on all of pharma, and we're not hating on all of government, but we are all hating... Yeah, we, we can be a little quiet. No, what we are hating on is is the struggle of trying to get over the ties that big money has on everything. On everything. You know, on yeah. everything. And that, that is a major factor in all of the world. And yeah. it's not, it's not a isolated to a, a political idea yeah. or to a specific sector yeah. of the economy, economy. but yeah. it's kind of spread throughout the United States. Yeah. And, 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 and just the world and, at and the large. The world in general. Yeah. And so Sadly one, enough. One of the things that marijuana represents is this idea of coming together yeah. under different circumstances and, di and different um, paths and trying to accept this idea of love and understanding yeah. for each other. And um, I mean, shit, you take two people that are fighting and you make them both smoke, they will not be fighting afterwards. No. And so, like, that's kind of how we view the, the storyline of this show is, like, we want you to metaphorically smoke with us in this world and kind of come to a different understanding of being more accepting of perspectives. So of I would people. say that this show is for is for your grandparents, it's for the mothers, mm -hmm. um, it's and the it, it's for the fathers, and it's for anyone who is 18 to 21 plus. It's for the brothers and the sisters. sisters. It's for everybody <laughs> and the cousins. Yeah, yeah. it's for everyone, man. It's, it really is. Uh, and that's what we tried to do. Yeah. Okay, so I only have a couple more questions, okay. but uh, obviously they're going to still take some time to answer. Okay, so... Obviously, look who you're talking to. Right. <laughs> so if you could describe under the influence in one word, what would it be and why? Mm, not even three words. Like, she said no, one, one fucking word. One. one word. I have, I have an answer. For me, for me, it's in the name. 
and, and we did that on purpose. It is influence. Influence, right? Yeah. We want to influence you. And, and, and not in the way of trying to take on our perspective solely, but that, they, like, we, we To measure back. and to look at your perspective from a not different only vantage pers- point. It's not yeah. the only perspective. Yeah. And that's such an important thing for people to hold. And I think we're in this place of... of uh, of extremism, you know, overly conservative, overly woke and cancel culture. It's no one is trying to look at someone else's perspective and recognize that although I don't agree with it, it could be right for them or that they're allowed to hold that perspective despite what I believe, believe you know, yeah. and that that's okay, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> not to bring my therapy into this, but I something my therapist answer. said the other day, <laughs> something my therapist said the other day, she was like, you know, you created this whole environment that you were finding yourself in because you engaged with someone else's emotions. You didn't have to say that. You could have just answered and then walked away from the problem. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, I was I was participating in something, creating my own environment, my own hell, if you will, because mm-hmm. I was giving them my emotion Bullshit. rather than regulating it and, you know, processing it myself, you know, and recognizing where it came from. She was like, you didn't have to engage with it. And so that's something that we kind of want to come through in the show is like, yeah, you can accept that there are other perspectives. You don't have to engage with it. And you can let that be a part of the world, too. The world's big enough for all these perspectives. There's going to be a therapy session, I would say, probably in one of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, there will be. Mental yes, health. Will. Real. Mental from, health is a huge theme of ours. From, from the writer's room, like, we take it very seriously. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Because we've all had our, I mean, fuck, we've all had our mental health journeys. I don't care if you've been in therapy or not, okay. if you've lived, you know, any years on this earth. You've had a mental health journey. That is yeah. what that is. Yes. You know? So our our perspective, my one word for this show would be influence. It's about trying to influence you to open your mind, expand your mind, elevate your mind, if you will. That is a great Amazing. Answer. It is. Yeah. I don't have anything else to add to that. You, you killed it. Okay. Well. <laughs> influence, ladies influence. and gentlemen. Influence. Under the influence. That's and whose influence amazing. are you under? We want to revolutionize the influence, as we like to say. This is so good. So. This is my last question, so I'll start with Will. So, Will, who must come to see this production on television? Who who needs to see this? Ooh. Who is the person that needs to see this? I'm calling, who would you call out as, you need to see this? Well, I mean, I, I'm a little biased. I'm a little biased, right? But, uh as I believe with therapy, that everyone needs therapy, I do believe everyone should see this show. And mm-hmm. it's not even if, if this is your subject to view, right? Because I said we've tried to create the show in, in a general sitcom. So it's more about, like, I, 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 want, I want people that are anti-marijuana to watch the show. Mm. I want people that are overly pro-marijuana to watch the show and gain some perspective because, I, like, again, we've been on this theme of extremisms, right? And I want to make sure that we're able to regulate where we are and find an even balance in our life, whether we're overly consuming and it's deleterious to our mental health, or we are completely shunning a culture away that could actually be helpful to society. So I think that those two things engaging with each other and those people being able to engage with our show, that's what I want to see. And see, and I was just expecting a person that you were going to call out as that main person. No, I want want your anti... I want your anti-marijuana. Okay, don't 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 go into my answer, man. Cut 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 him cut him. Okay. He cut he cut because he'll he'll eat up my answer, man. I know it's a great answer. It's the love haters, yeah, man. Yeah. I want the love haters to yeah. see this show. Like anybody that has it's a important. problem with with 
if you're anti-cannabis, if you're anti, if you're if you're anti-transgender uh, people, if you're anti, if you're if you're just this yeah. ignorant person that's anti-PLC people of color, if you're if you're like a, a fucking Nazi in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> I, I want, want you, you to see this show, show yeah. and be like, damn, am I missing out on life having Hi. such living in this small little box? Like we gotta expand that box, man. Let's break these fucking walls and corners off and let's just live, man, and and let's not discriminate and well, that's experienced life. I think uh, the, there is, uh, in one of his comedy specials, and I know that some of them are shunned at the moment, but Dave Chappelle said that we're living in the I age. love them all. I, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, and, and, and you should be able to accept that and, and be able to let him love that. That's okay. That's okay, right? But anyway, he said at one point, we're living in the age of spin. And I think in this age of spin, there's so many things coming at us. And being able to understand that this form of change is okay and that the uh, the uh, coming together of the world as it has done in the internet age is 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 the way that the world is going to move forward and that we just have to learn to accept some of these changes and be more open to the fact that humanity is our, is our tribe now you know yeah. before we used to live in like countries and we used to be these sections of people mm -hmm. right but we can't do that anymore it's a whole earth now yeah, you know is. and so being able to understand that we're or human rather than like, you know, obviously we should be able to see color, right? That's important, but mm -hmm. kind of coming to terms with the fact that we can all engage under our humanity is, yeah. is an important factor. And I think that's what we're trying to, <laughs> we're getting very heady here, but I think that's what we're trying to so establish with like you. So like my best friend in my head. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so deep. Yeah. This is a deep, deep, <laughs> Deep interview because we're I'm, trying to be comedy. No, no let me let me, <laughs> let me ask you. Wonderful. Let me ask you a question now. When you first, because she's Paula's not a cannabis indulger at no, all. No. Um, how's so it been working with us? <laughs> how how has that experience been? And did in from preconceived notions, did you expect it to be that deep because we're talking about cannabis or? You know. I have to say that since I've been um, a part of this with you guys and, and reading and learning, I've learned a great deal. And so mm. I understand where you're coming from when, when you say the love haters, right? Mm, yeah. I get that because I've been that person who's been like, oh, my gosh, and just thought about it like, oh, they're drug addicts. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and not the case. And... Um, the, the intelligence level is like crazy because I feel like, and, and I could be that person that says, oh, so because you smoke, does that make you uh, think? Does that make you, does it, does it make you this person who just kind of doesn't give a shit about things and just trying to, tries to just be a oh, little bit. Oh, no, I give bit. a lot of shit. I no. <laughs> I give so many less shits once I smoke weed. Right. So that's what I'm saying. But I have to say, I've learned a great deal, and I do believe that it was a great answer that you had about who needed to see the show mm. because it is definitely going to change people's minds. It's definitely going to enlighten people and make people think outside of what have they they have these preconceived ideas that this person is lazy like that was such um 
it was it just spoke to me because I thought about that and I remember back in the day thinking oh well that person's lazy they just smoke weed all day well you you, you bring me to something that uh, we, we talked about the comedy of the show earlier and what, what it's centered around right and I, I we really want to be careful to not center all the comedy around stonerism around cannabis mm-hmm. right and I think one of the ways that we do that is is through the diversity of the of the students coming to school, yes. um, but even more so, it's how we frame the scenes and how we set these things up for the people, and and it's 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 less about cannabis and more about your situational comedy, right? Like, what what is this engagement of humans? I mean, one thing about the cannabis culture or cannabis society or mm-hmm. the people that use cannabis is that it's just as diverse as the people that are on this earth. And so it's it's more in the relationships that those things can form that the comedy exists within rather than that they're just smoking cannabis and right. you know having these outrageous adventures that are most of stunner comedies, you know. Yeah, but I'm excited about it and I feel that it's something that people are going to tune into weekly. It's going to be that thing that everybody's going to be talking about and saying, "Oh, did you see it? <laughs> and I think that that's It's great. the water cooler television series. Yeah, People are going to talk about it when they're at the water cooler. You know where that came from, Elder Seinfeld well, reference. That, <laughs> if, if, if anything dates you in this podcast, it's that reference. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, I it's we, we want you we want you to spark up, sit on the couch and fucking binge this shit. We want you to uh, you said it at one point in a different interview we did. We want to create an opportunity for you to learn more. Like we we want to create a space where yeah, you can have a great time, laugh your ass off, but that also we're creating a real space for educational purposes, right? Yeah. We want to expand our collaborations with these different cannabis universities that actually exist like Oaksterdam, yeah. like Cloverleaf University, like USC even our now. USC has yeah. a has USC a cannabis has a program. Cannabis program. Yeah. Um, and so wow. we we want to be able to bring this awareness to people and provide opportunities for people to actually expand their minds in, in, in the space, you know, get a bud tending license, get a growing license, learn more about how to home grow. Like these are and learn fun. how to really create your brand yeah, from, yeah. from day one. Yeah. And I think that's one of my main intentions. That's one of our main intentions with this podcast is to tell you how we went about doing it so that we can encourage you. If you have an idea, go out and do it. Grab that camera, these phones, that we have they have amazing quality (laughs) like grab it go tell your story just like we're telling our story and I think that's one of the things throughout the podcast um, that we're going to help our viewers and the listeners out there understand is we want to tell you about our journey Mm -hmm. Um, and we plan to introduce you to our writing team to meet our directors Um, and we plan to introduce you to to, to one of our staff attorneys man a young intelligent brother from LA man young Kaz and he's so smart he's so young and I want him to I want him to meet you guys so that he can motivate your children motivate yourself to like take that next step to really live in your best life well I think one thing that we've learned from this project and that anyone should take away and one thing I certainly take away for many or for any future projects that I have down the road yeah. is the fact that you just have to fucking start like they, like right. we can both start. admit there's yeah. nothing like I mean 
Yeah. I, maybe I'd say that. But there's nothing necessarily special about us other than the fact that we just fucking did the shit. My, my DNA is quite special. Yeah. <laughs> my mom and my daddy created some special DNA. But no, it, but it, you know it's what everything. I mean, like we don't, we don't everything. have any special talents. talents We're not no. talent. Like we, we, we created talent. Like we did this by yeah. just starting. We yeah. learned it and as doing. we went along. Like, yeah, I've been acting since I was 16. You've been fucking producing forever. But like neither of us actually Who tried to make me seem like I'm so right. old? He said forever. Ooh. Yeah, man, you've been saying young, yeah. young, young. He's man. so young this whole time. That's a good thing. But you see, that's why we that's but why we took our time he, and got rid of the gray got, hairs this yeah, morning. Man. You see what I'm saying? Because he's going to try to throw me under the bus. <laughs> I didn't throw you shit. Yo, yo, you don't hear young people call other people young. Okay. Yeah. So you're dating okay. yourself. Oh, you oh did y'all hear that, America? Did y'all hear that worldwide? <laughs> But no, I want you guys to come back and check out more episodes, and hopefully we'll, we'll be graced by Miss Paula um, on another episode. And hopefully, you better be back here. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna bring you more of our team. And um, on that note, I'll let Will kind of hit us out and Miss Paula. Um, shit. Well, I don't even know what to do here at this end of the section. We're just trying to wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> well, but this, this has been enlightening. And every conversation that I have with you guys is enlightening, I have to say. But I really do believe that this show is just going to kill ignorance. I think that's what it is. Um, so many people are ignorant about cannabis, are I ignorant about how people are who smoke. I think it's really important for people to understand that it's more than smoking. I had to learn that from you guys. I didn't realize anything about strains and different things like that that I used to be like, I don't understand. It's that. all the same and it stinks. Yeah, it's all the same and it stinks. That was my thought. But it's crazy because when you start to learn more, you start to be more intelligent about it and you start to not be that ignorant person. And I think that that's what Under the Influence is going to do for the audience. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Way to wrap it up. I love it. So we want you guys to join us for our crowdfunding campaign. We want yeah. you guys to follow us via social media. We're on kickstarter.com. We have a website called uiucampus.com. Please check it out. Sign up for the newsletter. Uh, write us. Please tell us about your can of confessions. Uh, <laughs> we want to hear about you. What brought you to the cannabis space? And, you know, what, what, what's, your, what's your life circumstances? Tell us a little bit about yourself. We're curious who our audience is on top of, you know, trying to expand the creativity that exists within this world, right? Very so. much so. We're always looking for more diverse writers. Mm -hmm. um, we have a whole television series, and we have 13 seasons mapped out, so we need all types of extras and actors and actresses and other types of production-informed people, man. Hit us up. You may check us out on social media. We are available. We are actually on the social media ourselves. It's not another company. You see what I'm saying? It's us. So reach out to us, man. Yeah, check out our Instagram. Yeah, I forgot about the Instagram. Yeah, Fuck. UIU. <laughs> UIU. Yep. UIU, come UIU campus. UIU. Yeah, come to UIU. Um, all right, cool. You thank you guys so much for checking us out, yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah. 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 May the thank universe continue to bless us. So yeah, the, the universe. It's always a pleasure. Mary Jane. And Miss Mary Jane, Miss Mary man. Jane. Yeah. Peace um, and love. Hell yeah. Um, could we try something real quick? All right. Uh, one thing I wanted to try. You want to sing a song? Yeah, hell yeah. What no. song do you want to sing? <laughs> um, <Yeah. no. laughs> Paul's like, what? No. Uh, <laughs> like, it, it won't be me. Yeah. Um, what I was thinking was, could we, so, to help my editing process, too, 
Could we do a rapid fire of the same exact question? So like a 10 minute version of the podcast. So like we, we you, you read off one question and it's got to be under a minute answer and we just like flip through it. Is that possible? That way we have a sh- the long version and the short version or mm-hmm. do you, what do you think? Up to you. What do you guys want to do? Does that bother you? No, I, don't, I think we can. I think we got some good stuff. We can edit I think, from there. I think you have great stuff. Yeah. yeah. We're just well, going to have to, we're going to get it. We got to get could, it out could, of there. Could, could, could we do the short version, please? Just because I, I know it'll help. Yeah. Is that possible? How long is it going to take? Because Paula has stuff to do, too. Oh, yeah. well, what time you got to have? Do. Oh, I thought you had stuff to do. Okay. Well, no, let's, on let's, no, right. I would say 10, 10, 15 minutes at the most. I just want to do a rapid fire round. So okay. if we want to sh- throw a quick clip together for Instagram, it's okay. so much easier. That yeah. way I don't have to flip through however long this is. Okay, wait.